We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We are live. Welcome to the RGDFS Tournament Takes Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Kirkwood. Screen Kirk Bees here for the week 18 edition with my boys. We've come this far finally to the last week of the season. Derek Farnsworth, notorious one from uh, RG. Just must be, uh, you must be up to date on all of the milestones that we're going to talk about today and the incentives. I know you're a big incentives guy. Uh, so we've got that. We've got Bobby Gomes, Sim Sim Master himself, uh, ready to uh, give us some lessons on NBA. We're going to talk uh, NFL Week 18. Um, I don't know. This slate is hard for me, so I'm interested to hear how, how excited you guys are about this one. But how's it going, fellas? It's going fantastic. Happy to be here. Noto, how's it going over there in Utah? Yeah, it's going good. If uh, everyone played Tyrod and Slayton last week, like myself, uh, ended up being um, a good week. I played Tyrod and Slayton, but also played McCaffrey and Tyree Kill. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. McCaffrey hurt me too, but uh, it was a good week. And hey, yeah, uh, we got some good news. The people love the tournament takes so much that we're coming back for the playoffs. They're bringing us back. So, oh yeah, we're gonna be there for the divisional round. We'll be that will be we will be absolutely ready for that. It's not hard when we, when you get just a smaller slate. I feel like then we're going to crush it. Today feels a little overwhelming. We're going to do our best for everyone because um, we got to deal with playoff implications, motivation, who's uh, sitting, who's starting. You know, we've got guys. Uh, so we're going to be talking about chalk guys with the names Pierre Strong, um, Jordan Mason. These are guys we haven't mentioned the entire season, but uh, these are guys that are going to get their time to shine. And so hopefully uh, we'll navigate you the right way. But uh, all right, let's just get right to it. Um, so we look at the, the overall, the big picture here. Like I said, it's all motivation. It's all contract incentives. Now, a lot of this stuff is means nothing. It's just a bunch of written contracts incentives that are pretty much unattainable or like the, the the teams don't even care, but there are coaches that do care. There are players. Remember like with the Tom Brady and Gronk 
you know, Gronk, there was, there was a famous uh, meeting with them, Gronk on the sidelines being like, Tom, I need one more catch. And he went back out there and Tom got it for him. He's like, I need it for a milli. Um, we have a couple of situations like that. Who was I reading? Oh, so Jordan Love. Uh, if he stays as a top 10 uh, in passing yards, and he's currently number 10, uh, 40 yards ahead of uh, Jalen Hurts, then he will get a milli. I think a milli matters to people, but when we start talking to 100,000 on some of these guys, like I don't think that that's a big deal to a lot of these things. So a lot of it can be hocus-pocus. But uh, some of it's real. I remember I got buried on George Kittle last week, uh, last uh, week of the season, one year because of a they gave him, they just fed him to try to get him the record, and I'll never forget that. So, anyways, here we are. So, big picture overview, Noto. How's the slate looking to you? Yeah, like you mentioned, it's kind of the information slate where we're just going to be uh, looking at the injury report, looking at the beat writers, what they're saying. Um, but luckily. I mean, it seems like more teams have something to play for than most years uh, at this point. Some people are fighting for the playoffs. We have a ton of teams still, you know, technically alive. And then other teams fighting for playoff positioning. There's a couple that probably should be resting their guys, like the Lions. Um, but Dan Campbell doesn't seem like he wants to do that. So um, that's kind of a tough situation for me. But, uh, yeah, a lot of teams have already announced resting players, which helps. Um, so I think it should be fairly straightforward, a lot of value. I think the, the key to the slate is going to be picking the right punts that we don't know a lot about just because there's a lot of options. And if there's one 3K receiver that's going to be 30%, probably just switch to another one. Right. You uh, bear, uh, mentioning uh, Christian Kirk, teasing Christian Kirk, are we, Noto? Well, Kirk's like an actual good receiver. I'm talking about like the other guys that, like the Chris Conley's or whoever ends up being the chalk that's like a bad receiver that's just getting more playing time. Um, but yeah, I mean, if Kirk plays, it's hard not to not to go with him. He's only 4K on FanDuel too. So I don't know why sides do that with good players. Like just keep them at their current price when they go on IR. That doesn't make surprise, a lot of sense. Surprise, he's, he's, not even, he's not even existent on uh, Yahoo. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> and that's weird because Yahoo has like every golfer every single week. Like every golfer in the world is in their player pool. It's so funny how that site works. Like, so like when they, so like say, and it's all about like, what have you done for me lately? So like, say like in baseball, there's like a, uh, a rookie who gets called up and he hits a home run his first day. The next day he's like max price. Like he's, he's higher than like Mike Trout. He's higher than everybody. It's, it's pretty funny. But uh, Bobby, you all prepared? What, how are you, you liking this slate? Yeah. The information slate. Um, for me, I just think like everyone's gonna try to force in like the Masons, the Strongs, and I think I'm gonna be more not like I'm. I'm definitely mixing those guys in, but I like to focus on teams that or guys from teams that actually have or need to win, right? Like Rash- a guy like Rashad White, Kamara. Like I want to get a Paul- Tony Pollard. Like we're gonna get into running back in a second, but really players that their teams are incentivized to basically win this week, mixing those guys in along with the chalk. It's kind of how I'm approaching the slate. Nice. Uh, all right. So looking out from high total games first, looks like the highest total is Seattle at Arizona. Um, then we've got the Cowboys up there too, the Cowboys at Washington. Cowboys have everything to play for, you know, because they uh, 
it's a it's a it's pretty much a, a big game for them that they should be able to control anyway if they win they lock in the two seed and the division so uh should be very important and you know i could see them running up the score on washington great great matchup for dak and company um other high totals we've got green bay in a must-win situation for the playoffs 45 point total at home against the bears feels like justin fields wants to win this game right like he wants to wants to stay you know with with uh, chicago as opposed to uh, all the drama about whether you think it's right that they should draft the go for the pick and draft the with their pick get a top new quarterback or i i personally think fields is good but i know that's uh the majority says that they should uh as the other other side um lions minnesota nick mullins is going to be a uh, quarterbacking uh, minnesota uh lions like uh noto mentioned dan campbell football guy uh big blowhard guy you know meathead ready to ready to uh it doesn't look like he's gonna lay down right it doesn't it looks like he wants to keep the momentum going and all of that stuff and so that game should play out potentially uh with Full motivation. Can we talk then about we that got, conversion? Go for it. The Cowboys. Yeah, go for it. Did, did he just lose his the mind? Seven, the seven-yard line? He's, yeah. it just, I have no was, idea what he was doing. Was he just so mad that they called the penalty? The penalty was bad, right? Um, the play should have stand, stood. But, man, he must have just lost it. And then they then there was another penalty I, on the, from the seven-yard line. They got it at the three, and they went for it again. That was That was wild. I had the money line, I think. Um, yeah, it was that was definitely wild. Uh, where's the the key game? Is it not on this? Is um, when does Tech? When does Houston play? They're they play night. Night. Yeah, that's yeah, the gamer. And then uh, in Pitt, they both. That's the pit. That game's gonna be. That game has a lot of playoff implications. All right. Whatever we'll get get right to it. We'll do like we normally do, and then we'll try to add some contract incentive, bonus motivation, all that stuff to the games while we're doing it going along. But it's uh, we will start at the running back position. We'll go to quarterback, stack it up with our wide receivers, talk about some tight ends, some defenses. But man, this is going to be wild, wild slate. So let's just get right into it. At the running back position, Jordan Mason looks like he's going to be extreme chalk. He is. All, all uh, everything indicates that he is going to be the the bell cow for San Francisco, who has nothing left to play for this week against the the Rams. The same, so he should get a, a huge workload. Then there's Pierre Strong, who's going to be playing for Cleveland. Now, who's quarterback in Cleveland? It's not Flacco. It's going to be um, Jeff Driscoll. Yeah. So I don't expect much. Well, uh, heavy. So it seems like a good spot to just feed Pierre Strong all game. Uh, against the Bengals, uh, Zamir White is going to be chalk because uh, I think you can count on uh, Vegas to play for uh, for their coach, and um, and uh, Denver has Denver. Sean Payton was talking a lot about contract incentives on the other side, so we'll we'll get into some of those things. But Zamir White looks like he's going to get you know his twenty carries, so that's a huge workload on a slate like this. Um, Tony Pollard, because that's a, still Dallas, the game you know means a lot. Like they they lock up the two seed. James Conner looks like Arizona is going to keep playing. You know, they haven't quit yet, and he's been 
chugging along. Aaron Jones in a must-win game against Chicago, and uh, Dylan is out. I like. I always like Aaron Jones. So if I had to guess who's going to bury me this week, it's probably going to be Aaron Jones. But uh, I'll be on him. Uh, Kenneth Walker. Seattle has everything to play for against Arizona. And then uh, a bunch of other ones. I'm sure you got more plays than that. But so, what? How's it looking to you at the running back position, Noto? Yeah, I'll say Rashad White for Bobby because I know he likes him. Uh, I think it's a really good spot for him as well. Um, I'll start with Aaron Jones. I agree with you, Kirk. I think he's uh, in a really good spot. The Bears, very good run defense, but they have allowed the eighth most fantasy points to running backs, and that's because they are dead last in every receiving metric for running backs, um, receptions, receiving yards, receiving touchdowns. So the Packers would be smart to get Jones more involved in the passing game this week. You mentioned the must win. Price point's pretty good. A.J. Dillon's out. So I do like uh, do like Aaron Jones quite a bit. The cheap guys, yeah, I like Pierre Strong, like Jordan Mason. Um, you know, Mason's kind of been a special teamer all year, so I do think we're going to see Shanahan give him the, the bulk of the work against L.A. And on the other side of that game, it doesn't look like Ronnie Rivers is getting as much love as those other two cheap guys. And, you know, Kyron's going to be out. Rams have just as motivate as much motivation as, as the Niners, which is not any. So I could see Ronnie Rivers being a nice pivot off of one of those two. Uh, I like Pollard. Pretty good matchup for him against Washington. Um, everyone's going to be playing the passing game, so you can get some leverage there, or you can play him with Dak. And then, yeah, I mean, there's so many good running back plays. But, uh, yeah, I like Zamir White as well. He's been running hard and – it was nice to see the last two games. So they were ahead um, in weeks 16, and he got a bunch of carries, and then they were behind last week, and he got a bunch of targets. So kind of going to think he's going to be involved no matter what. Uh, Bobby, what about you? Yeah, so for me, you know, to hit on White, they're incentivized to win. I think they want to get the offense right with Baker, Evans, Rashad White. Their usage is condensed. I'm going to be interested in these chalk running backs like Mason, Pierre Strong. You mentioned Rivers. I think he's interesting to get closer um, just to bump up his exposure because I feel like his ownership is going to be um, a little bit depressed relative to the chalk guys like Mason Pierre Strong. So just getting him right around that range, I feel like him and Strong probably project pretty similar. Um, yeah, Kamara versus Atlanta. I think he's in play at 7,500. They're also incentivized to win like – don't mind him at all. Um, Kenneth Walker, Seattle, Noto hit on him. James Conner, I think, is an interesting pivot off of um, Chalk Zamir White. Like, just because if you listen to the interview Conner had last week after the game when they beat Philly or whatever, he was basically like saying, like, as a team, they're trying to grind it out. So. I, I don't mind like getting to Connor because I do think that that team's playing for pride. They played all season, like early on the season, they had a lot of very hard fought games and I could just see them um, trying to get him get, just, just finish out the season strong. So I don't mind Connor. Um, if Jameer Gibbs is going to be, if we expect Detroit to roll everyone out, I don't hate Gibbs, but he would definitely fall behind White, Kamara, Pollard, uh, and Connor for me, I would say. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much the running back position. If I had to rank them, it'd be White, Kamara, Walker, Pollard, uh, and then mixing in the chalk guys, Mason, Strong, Rivers. Um, Hubbard's down at 5'5". wonder how much ownership he's going to get. 
Uh, he could be an interesting pivot off of the Masons or the Pierre Strongs. I don't know. I'll probably have more Rivers and Howard than I probably should at the end of the day, but I just think that they're good ways to differentiate yourself on the slate off the regular chalk. I'll add a couple of things here. So Aaron Jones, what strikes me, so if Jordan Love has a bunch of – so first of all, we we know how good Aaron Jones is in the passing game, but they don't use him in the passing game. At least they haven't really this year much. But, like, if it, if Jordan Love's smart, he, he needs to, to rack up for a million-dollar bonus in the passing. They need it as a must-win. Like, just feed – you know, rack up those screen yards to Aaron Jones. Just get him in a little bit of space and just keep – keep uh, feeding him so i know jones is like, jones is receiving prop is 11 and a half yards that's my biggest prop bet of the year so far or, all right i mean i'm in so let's do it let's go they're um, also they're giving up like a ton of receiving yards to the running backs in the passing game um, yeah dead last then uh someone else that uh, nobody mentioned so joe mixon uh, another one we love to play needs uh, 147 rushing yards to become the second leading all-time Bengal rusher. So he's got a statistical milestone. He also has a bunch of um, incentives to uh, let me see where they are. He's got, he's got a bunch, like he can rack up a ton of money in, in this game. If he, uh, if things go, go well, he needs two TDs for a hundred grand. He needs now, I don't know how much a really a hundred grand means to him. But there was something else here too. I think he needed some yardage. I don't know, but uh, he's got the milestones on his side. No one's going to play him. He's playing against Cleveland backups. Any interest there? I don't know what to do with any of the Browns or the Bengals, to be honest. I'm off the Bengals. I have him written down as someone. Um, what about Bijan? Yeah. In a big game, yeah, why not? I just well, I'm worried about like what his upside is. Like Tyler Algier last week, it was a good matchup for like. Actually, it was the same matchup Aaron Jones is going to find himself in uh, this week. Tyler Algier catches a 70 yard touchdown. It's a good matchup for receiving backs, and it's not Bijan when Bijan's kind of been the guy that's been their primary pass catcher out of the backfield. So his ceiling always just I. I feel like he should have a ceiling, but for whatever reason, he just hasn't shown it yet. Yeah, that's probably a good call. He's only top 20 fantasy points three times. Yeah. It seems like the type of player he is, he should he should have broken a couple of slates this year, but just never came to fruition. Who, uh, who are, sorry, who are the Chiefs going with this week? Is it going to be P. Ryan? Let's see. Um, well, I'm not Michael, really sure. I have no clue. That's who I, who's getting the projection. The information slate, and we're lacking information. I don't think the I mean, Chiefs running backs are that important, to be perfectly honest. I mean, Chargers are bad, though. That's the only reason. If, if like, Pacheco and Clyde are both out or limited. Yeah, we say that, though, but, like, are they going to be playing their guys? Who? The Chargers? Like, are they at least going to be first stringers out there? 
I know Eckler's in the projections. That's all I see. Yeah, and Eckler is uh Eckler has some incentives too. Um, I feel like the Chargers are gonna. I mean, it means nothing for them, but I feel like it's they're gonna be out there. So like, I feel like I, I don't know. I'm telling you, I feel like a Joe Mixon. If I feel like they're gonna play him, and he they're gonna play him against like Cleveland backups. Maybe they want to see not. Chase Brown. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. I would if I was in. I Kenneth Walker. Yeah. What about Kenneth Walker? He's Big a guy game. like I like. Like they're incentivized. He's probably going to be a little less around than. Um. I I, I like just. And so they need a win. It would make sense versus Arizona. Um, yeah. Sixty five hundred for him. I don't mind that tag. All right, so Zeke, everybody's favorite running back. He's been chalked the last couple of weeks, surprisingly. Um, anyways, uh, are they gonna are they gonna play him full speed? You know, first of all, is Belichick gonna go for the win like an idiot? He will. He, he's. They're gonna try to win this game against the Jets. Um, Zeke has some, but is is Belichick smart enough to make sure Zeke doesn't hit any of his bonuses? He's definitely he smart gets, enough. He gets 300K if, if he gets – he'll never get this anyway. But if he gets 226 yards from scrimmage. There's favorite. no way. And he's favorite. rich as, he's rich as, as, yeah. as can be anyway. My, my favorite early in the week was Dalvin Cook needs 1,024 yards. to. Yeah. <laughs> that was great on Twitter. Well, it's funny. Like Derrick Henry needs 286 yard rushing after 500k, and I've heard that one. I've seen that one. Like some of these are just like he might get it against the Jags. I, the Jags are going to lose. I already know they're going to break my heart. I I know the Jags are definitely losing, and the Bills are definitely losing. I can I can assure you those two. Uh, I I need the Bills so badly. I need I have, the Bills like, too, man. I put in. I got on their futures at like 35 to one, and I I kept hitting them up to 25 to one. Isn't this a game that they would lose, though? Yeah. Yeah. And they'll they'll be the two-seed or miss the playoffs? That's crazy. Yeah. I need it. Don't bring that energy in here. Um, Sorry. All right. right. Uh, So Rashad White, I can get behind for sure. It's crazy. um, Nobody's playing. I know. And the the Bucs have everything to play for. They get a home – if they win, they get a home playoff game. They they win the division, which is crazy enough. You know who's got a ton of incentives? Uh, Baker Mayfield. Um, he's got like he can rack up like over a million, on a bunch of different things. Should he deserves here. it. I've been I've been a Baker hater his whole career, but he's been good. I think he's been good as well this year. I, I'm I'm happy to see the resurgence from Baker. Change of scenery uh, sometimes helps helps some guys. Um, all right, are we? Who are we missing? Who are? I mean, realistically, that's like our pool, right? Like we're talking about those guys. Is there anyone out there that you're actually like considering? Uh, for running backs, or are we talking about yeah. quarterbacks? Yeah. Running backs. No, I think we kind of hit everyone. I just you play one or two of the chalk guys and get up to one of the uh, one of the guys with incentive to play. If I had to rank them, it'd be Rashad White, Walker, Kamara, Pollard for me currently. So I guess you could throw James Conner in there. I know he's not incentivized, but I think they're going to try to win that game. So 
Yeah, and just to read, so the chalk is going to be Pierre Strong at 4K, Jordan Mason, 4,600, Samir White at 6K. Then it's going to get uh, into guys like Aaron Jones, James Conner. Uh, Aaron Jones is 6,300, James Conner is 6,100, Tony Pollard is 6,500. That's where, like, the majority of ownership is. And then from there, you can get different with any of these other guys we mentioned. Um, I just have a feeling that Joe Mixon is going to have a good game. I may I may crash and crash and burn. Do you guys think um, playing three of the punt running backs is bad just because it forces you into a lot of the same line of construction? As that's what I I think that it's you're kind of pigeonholed into like this, a similar construction as yeah. everyone else. I think it's it's more what you're playing like in smaller field stuff. You're going to want to play these running backs, but in larger field stuff, I think you should make rules around uh, who you're having on teams together. Yeah, because if you go so, Rivers, Mason, Strong, then you automatically want to go Lamb and Jefferson, and I'm yeah. sure everyone would do that. Well, so this is the chalk. The chalk lineup is going to be this chalk for, like, cash game. It's going to be Nick Mullins paired with Justin Jefferson. It's going to have the two of the, the lowest-priced back, Jordan Mason, Pierre Strong. Then it's going to have CeeDee Lamb as the top overall projected wide receiver play, and it's going to be, this is all counting on whether Christian Kirk plays. And Christian Kirk, if he plays, he's 3K. He's the minimum. So he's kind of like a free square in a, in a must-win game against, a, you know, a, a bad passing defense. And then uh, Trey McBride will be used up there at the top. Um, and then it'll be one of those wide receivers, whether it's Aaron Jones, James Conner, Tony Pollard, someone like that. Like that is going to be like the most common build everywhere. Now people are also going to go to Dak. I think um, some people are going to go to uh, Jalen Hurts. Some people will go to Justin Fields. Other than that, like you're going to, you can get real different if you get off, if you get off those uh, top four quarterbacks, do you guys, since we're, that's a good segue into quarterbacks. So like I said, the, the top four is Mullins, Fields, Hurts, Prescott. Do you, do you guys like any others? Like maybe like Kyler Murray? Who's I think will be out there in a in a, in a competitive game against uh, Seattle's defense? They just can't stop anybody. Um, Kyle, I know Bobby's a short shamer. I know that, but can you can you can you can you look past that for one week and uh, dial up some Kyler here? I can Tyler dial up Taylor. Some... Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. I can dial up some Kyler. Uh, I also like Gino on the other side at six one. I think he's interesting. Obviously, they're incentivized to. The must win. They'll need Green Bay to lose, but I don't know. Versus Arizona, it's a weak team. Like you'd easily play some uh, Geno Smith and some of his pass catchers. I would say uh, Justin Fields. I don't hate like seventy two hundred rushing upside. Um, he's obviously wants. He's either auditioning or he's trying to keep his job. He's auditioning for other teams or he's auditioning for his own team. So he's definitely incentivized to have a good game. Dak, he, like, I don't know. The, the passing game is going to be very chalky. So that's why I was considering more Pollard versus Washington. But like Noda said, everyone's going to kind of get to that CD Lamb build. But I feel like that CD, CD Lamb's fine in this situation. Washington just gets – destroyed by the passing game and their game on Thanksgiving Dak was going deep downfield literally every chance he got I wonder if he has any incentives 
Um, so I like all his receivers too. Brandon Cooks, CD. Uh, Jalen Hurts, they're playing for the 2C, but they need Dallas to lose. Um, let, let down game last week, so maybe they're just they try to get right here for the playoffs. And I think we, we've 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 been calling them frauds for weeks, and you know, some yeah. there's some Philly they're fans in our, in our mentions, but my my whole thesis was that they're it's their defense that's the problem, it's their secondary, and it's true, it's just they're they can't stop anyone either. Is is it that, or is he just not outside of the tush push? Is he just an average quarterback? I mean, they have offensive weapons. I mean, an average can be even if he is an average. I think he's better than average, but if he is average, like he's good enough, especially with their offensive weapons. But they they literally can't stop anybody. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they put up thirty one points against the, the Cardinals, but they gave up thirty five. Like. Morons, you know they. Uh, Nick Mullins is chalk. Like I feel like he's a complete X for me. I I can't play that. Wow. There's a chance he gets benched, right? Yeah. I mean, I like him, but yeah, I mean, who knows? They they've been switched playing a quarterback roulette every week. How bad was Jaron Hall? Jeez, awful. So bad, and I felt bad. I I I bet I bet Green Bay that game, and I there felt was bad. His family being there, you know, they were all there, excited for him and everything. <laughs> wasn't a, a lot of sites projected him very well. Yeah, I think most people did. They, they, he had that. Oh, he, he has running, rushing upside. Um, Justin Fields. I, I think this is like. I mean, this is their rival. They want to. They want to stop Green Bay from getting the playoffs. He wants to put on a good showing for him. He wants to stay there, be the future. Um, and if not audition, like you said, for other teams. So I, I feel like Justin Fields would go off Green Bay's defense. Only thing is they get Yair Alexander back. Is he good? I don't know if he's good. And they lost somebody else too. I don't know if he's good anymore. I think he's good. We'll like, see. D- I, I would fire up DJ Moore tomorrow with Fields for sure. Yeah, I'm still fine with that. I like Gino. Um, you should go. You, yeah. Must win against Arizona. Great matchup. Weapons. Um, Lockett's cheap. Always go DK. Feel good about that game. I feel good about that. That game goes off a little bit. So I, I can definitely get on board there. You you got to go back to Tyrod, no? Uh, I feel like I'm just taking my Tyrod money and cashing it out uh, before I give it all back. You know, uh, been to the casino too many times to know know when to cash out. But um, what? Who's your favorite? Last, I was I was there last night. <laughs> I haven't been in a while. I missed uh, missed the casino. But uh, who's your guys' favorite backup that's getting the start this week? I kind of like Sam Darnold. Oh my god! Same I guess because he's attached. He's attached to Shanahan. I would have the interest in him. I just don't know who would you who would you pair him with. Yeah, I don't know. Juwan Jennings is he yeah, like playing? Driscoll, min salary, Wentz. So it's Ronnie Bell, right? Yeah, Ronnie Bell. I think they have Chris Conley too. Who was yeah, projecting? It's Chris Chris Conley, uh, um, Ronnie Bell, Ray Ray McLeod, Charlie Warner, and tight end. Oh, baby. 
Maybe we don't need to play don't. the information slate. Here we go. I mean, do you really do you really feel like Sam Darnold? Who, first of all, I was I was always way too high on Sam Darnold. I played Same. him too much with Robbie Anderson always. So I get it. Like even if he is like like ready to go out there, he's still it, we're dealing with crap weapons. Although Ronnie Bell is uh could could be good. He scored a touchdown this season, I think. Yeah, I don't know yeah, if I can go Darnold. I think Darnold's terrible. Yeah. But who else? Let's let's stay on that on that theme. Back another favorite backup quarterback. Wentz um, will have uh, Puka for a little bit. Yeah, to get his uh, record. He should just uh, not throw to Puka till the fourth quarter, so that he can stay in the game. Keep, yeah. How the Easton Stick experience? I'm definitely not going there, but hands did them. I don't know it. I don't know. I don't feel great about any of them. Maybe it is Tyrod week. Tyrod's a good price, fifty three hundred. You're getting that putrid secondary. You know who's got incentives? Uh, Slayton. Does he? Five receptions for 100 grand, um, 42 receiving yards for 100 grand. For a guy like Slayton, I feel like the 200K is in play for him. Yeah, sure. I mean, he's not I'm sure he's doing doing just fine, but I'm sure that he would take it. Um, yeah, I think I think that's the way to go back. All right. Anyone else you want to mention? No, that's quarterback. All right. Wide receiver. Here we come. Top play, chalkiest play, because everyone's playing these value running backs. It's going to be the, the first plug-in is going to be C.D. Lamb. I have nothing bad to say about him. They, 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 shoot, they don't pass to anybody else. It's like just C.D. And they probably shouldn't because everyone else kind of stinks besides Ferguson. But uh, 17 targets last game against Detroit was just insane. Um, so this is a, a, a big big spot for them against a terrible pass defense. CeeDee Lamb touchdown is like, what's the touchdown prop for CeeDee Lamb? It's got to be like minus big. Let's see. Well, uh, I'll look that up. He was more of a favorite than Pollard when, when I looked. Let's see, let's see here. Um. Anyways, great spot. Nothing bad to say about him. Uh, touchdown score, CD Lamb. Oh, he is minus one sixty-five. That's not too bad. I feel like it's a, it's a lock personally. But um, wasn't C Mac minus seven hundred? Four hundred. He it was four hundred. Whoever said seven hundred was wrong got it got blown out of proportion. He was minus four hundred at points. That's still and, crazy. Uh, crashed and burned. Uh, so the, the chalk, CeeDee Lamb, Justin Jefferson, both must-win spots for them. Better quarterback situation for CeeDee Lamb. You can fit both of them very easily. You can feel very good about having the two best wide receivers uh, in your lineups very easily, but there is is some game theory to talk about, so I'll let you guys talk about that. But other than that, Christian Kirk, if he does suit up, which it looks like he's going to, um, then he is 3K minute. He's just a, a free square at 3K. Crystal Lave 
it should should get some ownership. Amon Ross St. Brown, um, Tyler Lockett, DJ Moore, uh, Jaden Reed, if he suits up in a in a must-win spot. You know, their their receiver core is very thin. Reed just has been crushing lately whenever he's out there. Um Richie James is another one of those 3K guys. Uh, that's uh, he's he's not that's the guy that people are saying to play from uh, Kansas City. I don't have a have a take on it personally, but uh, anyway, AJ Brown, Pop Douglas, these are all guys that are going to get some ownership. DeAndre Hopkins has a bunch of incentives. I'll get into that once uh, Noto gives me his his favorite plays. What do you like? Yeah, I'm eating the chalk with Lamb and Jefferson. I think they're the top two projected guys on the slate that aren't quarterbacks, and you can get them easily. So I'll just eat the chalk there. Uh, Kirk, we have to wait and see. If he ends up being out, I think Ridley becomes a very good play um, against that pass funnel. I don't think a lot of people – even even if Kirk plays, I think Ridley's a great leverage play there. Um, he's obviously not as good of a point-per-dollar option, but he's got the more upside. What I don't get – everyone is projecting Tyler Lockett really well. And I get it's a good matchup. He just hasn't done anything. Um, uh, Gino's kind of preferred DK Metcalf and Jackson Smith and Jigba the last few weeks. So I'll probably be underweight on Lockett. And then I like the spot for Olave in tournaments. Uh, he burned me pretty bad last week against the Bucks, but must win game for them. So I think uh, he could be interesting. And then you mentioned AJ Brown. No Devontae Smith. He was just ruled out before we started recording. So um, the Eagles do need to win. I don't know how long they're going to be out there if they end up, uh, but I, this has got to be the get right spot for them, right? They've been so bad the last few weeks. They got to get some momentum going into the playoffs. So I think, uh, AJ Brown's a real, real good play. I think Ty, uh, Tyrod's going to put up points. I'm going to guarantee him 20 point minimum. Like your, your yeah. guarantee last week. I'm going to, I'm going to piggyback on that. I think that this game could shoot out. I think the giants could put up some resistance here in this one. What do you like, Bobby? Yeah, so CD is obviously my favorite, probably followed by DJ Moore. I think I'm going to be under on Jefferson. I'd rather play a Monra, same game on the other side, maybe slightly less ownership, or A.J. Brown, like you guys said, uh, versus Giants. The Giants get no pass rush. I feel like that's when A.J. Brown kind of succeeds when Hurts isn't. He succeeds every week. But when Hurts isn't – when Hurts has to get the ball out of his hand quickly – it's usually going to Devontae Smith or Goddard, but when he has time, he's going A.J. Brown. Um, so I, I like A.J. Brown a good bit. And, yeah, I, I feel like I'm going to be under on Jefferson. Metcalf at 7,200. Um, think I he's, think he's very strong as well. No Alave for me. Maybe that's a bad decision. I just – Derek Carr, I just can't play wide receivers attached to Derek Carr. I knew I, in my head, I, when I was, so I, I faded Olave uh, on Yahoo and I ended up getting screwed with on Noah Brown. Um, but uh, in my head, I was like, I know Taysom's going to, going to vulture a touchdown here and like the, the passing game. And he got like that pass and it, it happened. And I was, I knew. And Juwan. That was man. a nice catch by the way, by the, yeah. that, that fade route to the corner to Taysom. Yeah. That, that sucks that he, he vultured that, but. Yeah, both tight ends. Juwan Johnson all year. Everyone's best ball tight end goes off week 17. What are the chances? Um, um, Jaden Reed, like we talked about the incentives for 
Uh, Jordan Love, so I think he's in play at 5,700. Lockett's there at 56. Any value guys that you guys have interest in? Wandale, I didn't play last week, and then he finally had a ceiling I, game. Or... I clicked off of him on DK. I had him, and I pivoted to get up to um, somebody who was awful in the 4K. Range. I just think Wandale's a miserable play like every week, but I don't know. He smashed. I knew I, I was so mad about that. Um, I was mad. One of them you want a rushing touchdown. He didn't even catch it. It was a, like end around. Yeah, why couldn't they just let Tyrod just give him the little one yard pass instead of yeah. behind the line? Yeah, Mahomes uh, knows to get his his stats up. Shovel. He does the flip. You just got to do the flip. Don't do the handoff. Do the flip. You get the touchdown. I know. Maybe always. Um, also, if like you pass it, if you do a backwards pass, it doesn't count. Yeah. Is- yeah, yeah, like yeah. that's like a pass, you know, it's called a backwards pass. Um, uh, you know what? I think everyone, why Tyler Lockett, I sure like I always had a thing for playing him against Arizona. He went off for like 56 fantasy points against Arizona one time, um, smashed him, like has a career. I actually him. remember that game, it was like a Sunday night game, correct? I think it was a late afternoon, I think it was a uh, oh, yeah. like the four o'clocks. Yeah, I think you're right. If I remember. I I, uh, I I remember everyone at Metcalf and Lockett was the pivot and Lockett smashed. And he didn't stop. That's crazy. Um. All right. Yeah. Like, let's uh, like. Uh, so Ronnie Bell looks like he's going to be the wide receiver one for San Francisco for the cheap guys. Uh, Christian Kirby already said it's three K. Richie James looks like he's going to get some ownership for because he could be the cheap guy for KC. Chris Conley, uh, Noto mentioned potential. Wandale is there in a, you know, he, he does have some decent upside, especially on a slate like this against uh, that that secondary. Their secondary is just trash. Um, but I, I'm with you. I will. I do like uh, DJ Moore. I I'm, I got nothing bad to say about him. Oh, I want to go over the nuke. Uh, incentives because I think they're actually real. So let me pull that up. Okay, so if uh, DeAndre Hopkins, he needs seven receptions for 250K. He needs 39 receiving yards for another 250K. He needs two receiving touchdowns for another 250K. So he's got 750 grand on the table there that is attainable. The two touchdowns may be a little bit tough, but uh, 39 receiving yards, absolutely easy. Uh, and seven receptions is a thing that can be done, especially with Tannehill. So do uh, you guys high on him or not? I like those incentives. I didn't really dive into them. I think they make sense. 750K is a lot of cash, though. Yeah, I don't. I don't hate him. Maybe I prefer prefer more to lock it now in that range. Is is lock in that range? Whereas Hopkins yeah, is six one. Lock, lock it's fifty six hundred five hundred. Five hundred is nothing on this slate. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, I like the Hopkins call. Devontae Adams. Any interest? No, no Adams for me. He crushed last week, right? After a 40, 40 burger. 21 we got 21 targets. Does he have any incentives? What are his incentives? 
I don't think he has the incentives, but I think that they just want to win for their coach and build for next year. So I think they're going to be playing, playing yeah. uh, full speed ahead against Denver. What are we doing with Chalk Christian Kirk? Probably just depends right, so on your build, right? Like if, if he's, he's playing it, play. is he a decoy at all? If he's playing, or is he like? He's three K. Like he's he's an extremely yeah. hard fade for me. Yeah. I mean, he he could put up thirty fantasy price up bad. Just don't play him with all the other chalk. I think. Yeah, this is where like you have to think through these rules for. Yeah, like I ran a one fifty just to see like, and I put some uh, variance in it, uh, randomness, and uh, I got sixty five percent Christian Kirk. Yeah, I kind of hope he's out. So I don't have yeah, I hope he's out too. I don't. I would rather not have to think about. There's no way I'm fading a Chris Kirk, Christian Kirk. I have to. Yeah, three K. I'm I'm locking him. If he's playing, it's three K. He's getting locked. Anybody with that name is in in, in my lineup. If if they're remotely viable. And the thing, I stopped playing golf when Chris when uh when Chris Kirk. It's Chris Kirk. Chris Kirk. He won me yeah. the 200K. That was it. No, yeah. no, I, no, I used no to play him religiously every single – I played him every single slate because of my name. And uh, okay. and then I stopped playing golf. <laughs> and he started smashing. Yeah, he's playing well this week. He won the Sony. That was the He won the Sony three years ago. Noto had the call, I think. Um. All right, I'm just trying to – do our best to see if I'm missing anybody from like incentive standpoint. Um, I don't know. That seems pretty pretty good list of uh, wide receivers. Let's move on over to tight end. So tight end, the chalk is going to be Trey McBride because he has. It's a you. You can feel good that they're going to be playing. You know he's uh, got a hot. He's got the highest target ceiling for tight ends on the slate. He's got probably the highest ceiling from projection on the slate. And uh, he's very easy to get to with Christian Kirk. So, like I said, that chalk lineup is going to be is, is going to be so common, and there's going to be so many like just small variations of that from that. And uh, Trey McBride is going to be played earlier. Now, tight end is a high variance position, so we could probably beat it, and so we should probably look. So, the other guy is Jake Ferguson, uh, who's who's been pretty solid all year. Uh, some highs and lows, but. Uh, not so bad. And, you know, you know, he, when he finds the end zone, he usually smashes. So I think there's a good chance he finds the end zone in this game against uh, Washington. So Ferguson at 4,900 is in play. Noah Gray is going to get some ownership. People are talking him up um, as the, the Kelsey role this week. Um, I don't know. I don't really – he's 2,500. So, um, again, if you play someone like him and you have Christian Kirk, you can – maybe that's what you do to, to try to – do you just try to leave some salary on their table if you're playing Christian Kirk and try to go down a tight end? I don't know. It's just a thought. There's Evan Ingram in a in a must win game. You know, I don't. You guys think Lawrence is going to play? I think he's going to play. Yeah, I think so. I think he plays and they still lose. Yeah. <laughs> and not until not until he cuts his hair, right, Bobby? Not until he cuts his hair. Great. He shouldn't have that hair. Great hair, and he's just. He should cut that hair because he doesn't deserve hair like that. I used to have uh, long John, hair once upon a time. You know, you should do the uh, you should do the little uh, the man bun. No, I didn't. Do yeah, it. yeah, 
Never. Did you ever have the uh, the as a kid growing up the rat tail? No, but I was That's thinking about the, doing it for my kid. Bringing it back. Yeah. I want my kid to have it. I I've uh, argued over it. Mullet with the rat tail. I, I just, just want the rat tail. I just I feel cut like my the kid's mullet. Yeah, mullet. Little, little Moto had a mullet for the last year. Just cut it. I, I think that's a sick haircut for a kid. Like, I definitely want to have look back on pictures and have a mullet. Yeah. Dude, the rat that tail is so, has been gone for so long. It needs to be brought back. <laughs> yeah, it could easily be brought back. I think uh, it's definitely up for it's, 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 you know, how everything kind of comes back around. Mm-hmm. The rat tail's time is coming back, I feel like. Yeah, I agree. Um, so there's there's Johnny Munt in the in that big in the good game. You know, that's a great game of Iron Minnesota Detroit should be in the dome. Um, so I, I understand why people are going there with Hawkinson's out. Uh he did get seven targets last week, had a touchdown. Um Rike, I think uh I think he, he will get definitely get some work. Um then there's Laporta, there's Chig, um, there's Gerald Everett, there's Dallas Goddard. Um, I probably like Goddard. I th- yeah, you definitely, I think I like, you definitely like Goddard. Yeah, I, and it, I'm looking at his ownership, and maybe they're off on this, but he's not projecting for much ownership at all. They can't cover the tight end, so you want you want some Dallas Goddard tomorrow. If that ownership is even remotely sticky, like I have him like around five percent right now. If that's like five, if he's even like remotely anywhere around there, then I think he's a smash play. It'll probably go up with Devonte out. Yeah, good point. Um, but I still like him. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, the the San Fran- the Kittle replacement is going to be Charlie Warner. You uh, you mentioned him. You mentioned him already. No, yeah. Big. Uh, I know nothing about Charlie Warner. Neither do I. Sixth round pick out of Georgia. Um, only Niners tight end besides Kittle, who was drafted. All right, there he is. Got one catch this season. Yeah, it sounds good. Hundred percent catch rate. How about that Rams tight end, Allen? Yeah, Davis I mean, Allen. I like Harrison I mean, Bryant too. What'd you say? I said, yeah, Davis Allen's good. Uh, Harrison Bryant playing with Driscoll. Can Driscoll hit him? I don't know. I kind of like Driscoll. Is Driscoll going to throw? He runs a ton. Um, All right. Yeah. Should we think about rules around, like, these chalk guys? Like, what are you guys thinking for rules? If you put, like, Mason, Strong, Christian Kirk, Munt. At most, well, if you, two. so I think so, I think you would, yeah. If you do like, if you're playing Christian Kirk, at most one of Jefferson or CD Lamb, probably, yeah, but, or 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 maybe even throw Trey McBride in there too. Yeah, one of those three, because you can't put two of those. You're just gonna get fed. Uh, you're gonna just get fed CD and Jefferson in every single lineup. You're gonna get for the most part. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like you you get the chalk right tomorrow. You're gonna be in a good spot. So just make sure your rules are correct. I think that's a really good one. Um, all right. You got any more? You any others you want to say, or should we uh, give you let you go out on top with the Bobby Gomes defensive segment, week eighteen edition? Yeah, last week I did pretty good on my defenses. Um, 
had the Bills and the, I, who is the Texans. Uh, looks like the Bengals are going to be pretty chalky at 3K. You know what? I wouldn't mind paying the 4100 for the Cowboys defense tomorrow. Uh, spending up, being a little different. Yeah, we have money. Defense. Yeah. We've got money to spend. Three picks versus the Jets. Like we talked about, I think we talked about it prior to the show, or maybe right when we hopped on. Like Belichick's probably going to try to win this game tomorrow. So I think if you want to spend some cash on defense, I think that's fine. So you know who's going to be chalked? The Chargers. Yeah, Casey, because because the Chargers are going to be playing their their guys. Blaine Gabbert. I like that. Yeah. So they'll be the chalk, the Bengals, the Pats, Jags. What if Blaine Gabbert like learned something from Tom Brady and is actually good tomorrow? It's better than Mahomes has been. It won't take much. It wouldn't take much. No, <laughs> not at this point. Well, if we you complain, we complain that Mahomes has no weapons, right? He did it to himself though with that contract. He did it to himself. You have to I know, but now now you're throwing in Blaine Gabbert with with all backups. Yeah, yeah but they're the playing like we well, like we hit on they're playing the Chargers. It's like Yeah, but the Chargers at least will have the first stringers out there. They got their defense. Yeah. Um uh, we should hit on weather. So we should start so weather so the, the Giants um game has some some lingering rain or snow showers. We have a big storm coming. Uh, tomorrow in New England. I know Bobby's going to be hitting the, the grocery store in a few minutes today. Awesome. Is that on the agenda? Yeah. If you want to wait in like no, a two, I, three, hour, not, three hour line. Yeah. My girlfriend's going to her family. So I basically have the day to myself, but no food. So maybe I should go to Costco. Yeah. You've got food all around you. A little takeout for you. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, Jets, New England. Uh, so th- that's going to be some iffy weather. So we're going to get uh, some snow Saturday night. Roth says a brief bout of rain early Sunday morning and treasure, uh, transitioning back to uh, snow Sunday around game time. Uh, so big winds staying 20 to 25 mile per hour winds. Gusts could be 40, 50 miles per hour. So that sounds pretty, pretty bad from a weather standpoint. I know we're not we're not buying any of these guys anyway. I mean, maybe we just take Zeke for or Brees Hall just for their uh, touches. But uh, other than that, the Philly Giants game has some lingering rain and snow showers are possible. A little bit of winds too, but not nothing like uh, the Jets with uh, Jets New England. Does that scare you at all in uh, Philly New York, Noto? Uh, yeah, a little bit, but. Anytime I react to the weather, it's a bad decision. So probably just going to not even look at the weather tomorrow. I just realized Roth has that maybe this is going to be a horrible thing to say, but Roth has weather edge for NFL. I didn't know we had we had that all year. No, we don't have weather. There's weather edge for NFL. Yeah. Kirk, there has to be a competing model here, right? I mean, no. We're the, the the big news for my dew point system is we're gonna we're gonna it's gonna we're gonna have weather sims. Uh, we're launching <laughs> next year, so keep an eye out. Oh, yeah, I just I I've, you're right. It's up there. I've never seen. It's it. up there, right? Did anyone else? Yeah. Did you guys realize this? I didn't know this all year. 
I didn't even think to All look. Right. All right, Noto, how do we uh, put a put a bow on this slate? What's the what's uh, the what's the stack the stack of the day? Yeah, I don't think I'm stacking as much as I normally would, just because I mean the only stack I really yeah the only stack I really like is like uh, Dak and CD, but everyone else you don't really need to stack. Uh, I was just playing around with the build. If you play those three cheap running backs, you can get CD Jefferson and Antonio Brown. Um, So a lot's going to be chalky there, but then you get Antonio Brown or sorry AJ Brown. Uh, Yeah. I don't know I'm if you sorry. want Antonio Brown at this point. I heard Antonio, what like, a way to go off, huh? Yeah. When he went at halftime. He obviously, he obviously has CTE, right? Like, there's no question about it. Yeah. Way to, way to derail the show there, Noto. Yeah, um, yeah I don't think you don't stack too much. We don't need bringbacks, right? Like, some of these. I'm going Slate and Tyrod. I like that. Back, I, baby. I like that a lot. Let's see who I got here. Oh, I'm gonna go Justin Fields. Give me the Justin Fields gonna show the world that like he's legit in this must win and they knock off, they beat Green Bay to exit LaFleur, who's gonna be look look uh <clears throat> with this crazy look on the sidelines. Like what the hell just happened? But because he didn't use Aaron Jones enough in the passing game, let's <laughs> get him twelve yards. I, on it. I, yeah, I'll, I'll hammer that with you too. Um, so that that that's my. I I mean, I, I probably will play Aaron Jones as the as the bring back or Jaden Reed in that. I will. So I think on the games that I expect to be competitive, I'll use like the, the put a bring back on. But like any of these like trash second stringer games like you just got to pick the right plays you do not need bring back so i think that's the way i'll approach it but all right any final words for the people bobby no make sure to tune in next week we're not done this isn't our last show so good luck everyone and see you for the divisional round we're gonna crush divisional round noto final words yeah, good luck on the Saturday slate. Use those winnings. Put them all uh, on the Sunday slate. Last big slate of the year, so uh, it's a good time. It's a good time for cash games, I hear. I don't know if I'm going to enter the cash game streets, but uh, that's been a bit going around. The Pete Overzet bit has been real good yeah. uh, to watch. Yep. Bobby, you like the Pete Overzet bit? Yeah. Well, I hate cash games, and I will refuse to play them. Haven't played them in six years. Will not play them. Not a cash game. No cash game, bro, here. No. All right. This has been the RGDFS Tournament Takes Podcast Week 18 edition. Uh, we will catch you back next week for divisional round, and uh, then it will be the season. But uh, good luck, everybody. Hope you guys all crush, and uh, we'll see you back next week. Thank you.